With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Evolution Radio Network. Rampage Rants. Tuesday Night Turmoil. With your host, Jeff Blue. Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Step into the ER, wrestling fans, and step into the turmoil. It is Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, right after SmackDown Live. You are in the ER. This is Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, along with my co-host. Mm, the only other person that's here, Chaotic Katie. The only reason why this show will never, ever be a bag of eggs. Okay, and we're coming on the air. We've just got some uh, breaking news for those who Ooh, have uh, not been uh, watching are reading about it. it uh, Leo Rush has had a, a lot of backstage heat um, for certain things that he has done. Well, it seems like uh, he's going to be getting punished for that. Um, according to the uh, um, reports from uh, PW Insider, uh, looks like uh, Leo Rush is heading back to NXT. Why? What? What's well, being shit for? Okay. Okay. Well, here's here's part here's part of it. I mean, the thing is this: Rush has apparently not been uh, following backstage etiquette, and backstage etiquette for the new guys includes mm-hmm. um, basically being water boys for the for the stars, um, carrying bags, things like that, and mm-hmm. Leo has refused to do that. In addition, um, on the uh, on the uh, European tour, as well as uh, other times, um, he has been bringing relatives and, no, uh, other, and other people backstage without clearance. Okay, exactly. Enzo, got, Enzo got kicked out of the locker room for doing that and had to change in the hallway. Yep, yep. Like, yep. Do you not well, learn from history? Yeah, we were both exactly. in NXT together. I'm pretty sure you know what happened. Like, come on now. Some yep. people's children. Yep. Yep. You know, and that oh, and uh, and that includes his wife. I mean, hey, you know, hey, yeah. I'm sorry. The other guys don't get to you know don't get to bring their wives all the time. Uh, you don't get to bring yours. No. Sometimes it's just oh. the, it's just the nature it's just the nature of this business. It's the nature of the beast. Deal with it. 
so. Ah, all right. Well, uh, we've got uh, mm. we got three we've got three quarters of our team now with us. So, uh, so everybody, there she is. Hey, Jess. Oh, I know she's oh. here. She's off. She's not muted. She can come on anytime she wants. Yes. Don't don't keep calling her. No dead air. Hello. Hi, sweet there girl. There she is. Hi guys. Uh-huh. Hi guys. I I was Hi. I was ready to log on at fifteen till, and then you guys were talking, and I wasn't paying attention, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm late. But of course it wouldn't be me if I wasn't late. So hi, how are ya? This is true. Uh, I run on Jewish <laughs> Standard Time. I'm sorry. I'm late everywhere. Oh, oh my God. And, okay, and you're the co-host. Do not do that June 1st. Okay, hold on a second. She is my personal co-host. She's my co-host. Not your co-host. She's mine. Okay, and I have to be 15 minutes early everywhere. I refuse to be late. I can't stand to be late. It makes me anxious as fuck if I'm late. But oh no, I'm strolling. Yeah, you're just strolling. Mm-hmm. Jewish princess. I oh, am a God. Jewish princess. I am. <laughs> I am. I am a Jewish princess, and I'm. I'm waiting for the man to realize that, so I can get a minivan and a nice rock on my finger. <laughs> I'm kidding. A minivan. Yeah, oh what? my God. Yeah, and I'm I'm eating bacon at your wedding. So. I'm not oh. ever getting married again. I never want to get married again. I hear you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm on my fourth fourth husband. I married him twice, and it was bad choice. But he contacted me yesterday and wants to get a divorce. So life is good. Hey, hey, I'm I'm on I'm on I'm on number four myself. It would. I, it would it would only be three if the third one had stayed alive, but you know, that, yeah, you know, I gotta hey, tell you, this that, one it, this one was my last shot at it. You know, I'm 44, he's 22. There's the mistake right there. That, yeah, Ta-da. don't date don't date children twice. Don't do it. Oh, don't do it. oh he was man. Ni- he was military. He was nice. He was great before PTSD. He went to Guantanamo Bay and he fucking batshit crazy. And then came home and, like, fucking bugged out and was gone. And that's okay. Thanks to the military, I'm getting a divorce. We're good. No. Yeah. Don't date babies. If they're young enough to be your children, don't date them. Yeah, but... You can have fun with them. You can have fun with them. You talk about the age thing. Come on. Come on. No. Yeah, I was older than you I was famous for dating babies. I'm going to do catch and release from here on out. I think so, too. I think that's great. I think that sounds wonderful. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I've like, never been married. I've never and I been learned married. something I else. I learned something else from my last relationship. My last relationship taught me that I don't want to date wrestlers. I love wrestlers. They're great. We work well together. I love you all. You're wonderful in the locker rooms. I'm never bringing one of you home again. Ever. Never. No. No. Done. Learn my lesson. Well... No, no, no. You just brought the wrong one home. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to date outside my profession. That's fine. 
Date outside your species. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna date outside my species. I'm I'm interspecies relationship. Yeah. Actually, I'm I'm actually actually funny enough. I'm actually dating the best You're man dating? at my last wedding. I'm not dating. Why I'm are you dating. dating? Okay. I'm not seeing. Okay, are you seeing, seeing him? Like looking at him? Like hi, I see you. What's up? They no, get, he's at work. I sent him away. But I. Okay. Well, it sounds so much what better than do? hey, I'm shagging. Hey, I'm shagging the best man at my last you know wedding. What? You know what? There ain't nothing wrong with getting some. Okay? Nope. I nope. did that I did that for two years. I did it for two years. I fucked everybody I ever wanted to fuck. Man or woman. I fucked everybody and then I found the right one and I've been with them for twenty one years. Okay? Wow. Yeah, See, I just think hey, monogamy hey. sounds like monotony and I'm good. Yeah. Now it wait now wait a second. Wait a second. What you're what you're talking about is the plot of numerous uh Porno films, or at least, or at least no, scenes no, in no, porno no, films. No, 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 no. Yes, no, you're right. Yes, and, here, and here comes the best man, and oh, um, you know, I'm and, uh, I'm and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm waiting for a bit here. You know, you know, in all uh, fairness, in all fairness, my husband up and left a year ago today. A year ago today, okay. he left. Okay. I didn't know what state he went to, where he went. He just left. He was going just on went. a he was going on a drive about because he had just gotten out of the military. He's going on the drive about in my car. He left. Okay. I have not seen him for an entire year. He blocked me on Facebook and then he showed back up yesterday. Out of nowhere. I would have, it's your car. I would have had him charged with car theft. Well, we were married. So his name was on it too. You still can. You still Uh, can. Nope. Without your permission. No, if if both names are on the title, then. So, yep. Yeah, but in, in the United States, both of That's fucked. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, it's the whole community property thing. Oh, hold on. Necessary? Who is playing this? This is Steve? Steve. I am shocked. I said I am shocked, and I hear my kid in the other room go, No, you're not. You're great. Yeah, yeah actually, no, I waited actually, a year. Something else. But uh, that just, that, not, that, that totally means what, you were talk, what you're talking about that you're doing right now. So, but uh, anyway, Jeff, what, what we were talking about at the, uh, at the uh, start before you uh, finally decided to stroll in, um, Looks like uh, they're going to go ahead and uh, take and uh, send Leo Rush back down to NXT because he's such a jerk. And Jess is stunned silence over it. (laughs) So. All right. Well, I'll tell you. Message in the chat to make sure. Something I'm here. I, I don't know what happened. I was trying I'm to talk and it wouldn't let me talk. I was like, hi. Um, hello? <laughs> I'm here. It's all good. Yeah. Well, no. All right. So, so um, Saturday night, uh, the uh, Crockett Cup happened. And there might be a little bit of uh, heat between uh, Medusa Michelli and uh, Allison K, a.k.a. Sienna. Um, 
because now Medusa posted this. Um, now, for, well, it starts off with Allison posting, I've always been in love with, with the traditional smaller belts. Being in that arena with the old logos and old school style belts and the old lady presenting it to me, as in Medusa, it was really such an authentic experience to which Medusa comes back with, listen, dear sweet bride of Frankenstein, when you came running up to me and asked me what I thought about your match and I told you you sucked and you need to step it up, you chose to act your shoe size and not your age, definitely showing your inability of a champion. Hashtag classless. Well, Medusa uh, got a little bit of clap back um, with some people saying that um, she seems to be, uh, let's say, a few, uh, you know, maybe had a few too many at the uh, um, VIP lounge before she went out there. And that's uh, good for her. Well, no, not not when you pronounce Santana Garrett's name like you're talking about uh, the guy from Masters of the Universe. Well, all I have to say is it's a lot better. It's a lot better than Slash from Guns N' Roses when they accepted an award. Duff and Slash went up to the podium and said, "Thanks for the fucking award." Fuck you and got off stage. I think it's a lot better than that. Well, now, now, but but Allison came back on her and said and said this says, nobody asked for your opinion. You just felt the need to give it. And don't run on Twitter. You were kissing my poop and asking me if I uh, brought any shirts you could buy. Next time I'll bring you one for free so you don't show up looking like evil and evil. Referring to, referring to the uh, basically jumpsuit that Medusa was wearing. That's what she always wears, though. She always wears something like well, that. Because she, well, she yeah, be, I mean, well, she's a yeah, well, friend. that's what you see her in. Yeah, that's what you see her in doing the monster truck thing. But uh, you think well, she could have come back with, you know, come up with something a little bit uh, classier. I agree. Doing, you know, I didn't see it. I, well, it, it's available out there. I'll, uh, I'll I'll post you up a link uh, a little bit uh, <coughs> later. I was I'm watching. Yeah, not interested really, but okay. Yeah, um, I was I was watching the I was watching the um that I I I went to the I went to the video to find uh, that part of it and yeah um I mean. Definitely, I think Medusa might have, might have spent a little uh, too much time in the uh, VIP lounge before before the show happened. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. See, she was I know words, but she was kind of she was she was walking around the ring a lot. Wow. So. so. All right. Um, well, it is what it is. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Um, well, uh, let's. Well, we got to start off. We got to talk about uh, um, uh, Revolution um, Impact's uh, okay. Impact's paper or Rebellion Impact paper uh, Impact's pay per view uh, that happened cool. Sunday night. Uh, 
there... before you do my, before you do last night my my cousin Kelsey and her son Ethan were at Impact in Toronto. Front row. Oh. Now they now they well, didn't tell you anything. Right? They're not supposed to. They uh, they didn't tell me I mean, shit. And no, they don't good. sign. Wa- they don't make them sign waivers or anything like like most most companies do. The first three rows have to sign waivers because they're going to be on TV. Not even that. Well, I was talking so. more like about non-disclosure agreements, like they made the Lucha nope. Underground fans sign. Nope. Nothing. 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 Okay. And. Tell, tell me, okay, tell me how my niece got a front seat ticket on a walk-in. Tell me how. For a it's TV taping. That's it's what I'm saying. Rest. That's what I'm saying. I could have walked in with her last night. But, sorry. I had homework to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyway, um, what happened, what happened was... Um, well, the big things that happened, uh, Taya Valkyrie um, retained the knockout title against uh, our uh, good friend Jordan Grace. Um, Tessa Blanchard did beat Gail Kim, and Ooh. afterwards they, they, made, they made up nicey-nicey in the mm-hmm. ring and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And now here's, here's, the, here's, the big, here's the big boom. LAX took back the tag team titles from Lucha Brothers. And this is a a big move because that signifies something. And we'll talk about this in just a moment. And Brian Cage, the machine, is the new Impact Heavyweight Champion. Very cool. Although although he spent although he spent the night uh, after the after the match was over in the hospital because uh, he had he had some things happen here. In fact, I'll actually um, I will uh, I will pop I will pop to his uh, Instagram here because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that uh, cool. happened happened on that. Uh, Night. Uh, so let me let me up, up, up. There we go. Okay. Um. Okay. Here we go. All right. Now it's a it's a it's a, this is a long one, but I'm gonna but I'm gonna say it because he he posts a picture of himself. Holding the okay. belt up and uh, bloodied, um, wow. because the picture that he had posted previously was him in a hospital bed. Oh wow! Yeah, because here's what happened. This is a picture I wanted to post on me in a hospital bed. Slammiversary last year in this very same building, I posted a very true heartfelt post. One feeling accomplished to have won a major title in a major company. And after five months of building anticipation and everything going into it, I knew this was going to be my night. April 28, 2019, was going to be the first time I have ever been a legit world champion. To finally be the guy a company wants to invest in and see headlining in the front line. I've been ready, willing, and able for quite a while now and have been asked so many times why nobody has ever pulled the trigger. 
I don't know, but Impact Wrestling finally was. Better late than never, I couldn't wait for last Sunday. I couldn't wait to tear off the roof with John Hannigan and steal the show. I knew we had something special heading into it, and both couldn't wait to show the world. Getting to stand tall after that first-time feeling, jumping into the crowd, overjoyed with emotion, and knowing I deserve this, and finally it's happened. Getting to go backstage to rejoice with my peers and share that moment of happy tears with my fiance Melissa Santos, and knowing this is my time. doesn't matter what people think about our business. That moment is very real. At least it is to me and has been since I was 10 years old. But that's not how it happened. After a hot start, John would end up giving me a Spanish fly off the stage and onto the floor. Instantly, my back lit up and my right leg went numb. I was terrified. And as feeling came back, I hoped the pain would subside. After pushing through and trying to force it, I knew it wasn't going away. The amount of pain I was in was unbearable. And the feeling of not having strength or ability to move was disheartening, terrifying, and emotionally devastating. I lied there looking up off the mat telling myself, this is it, Brian. This is supposed to be your night. Everything you've worked for. I pushed through the pain to do what I could and make it happen. It's not what or how I wanted, and I knew my momentous occasion would be a letdown. I wanted tears of joy, not tears of pain, and what now? So we don't know exactly what uh, what the nature of that uh, injury is. Um, he did also suffer a broken nose in that match. Oh. So he really he really kind of oh he got he got a double whammy unfortunately. He did it. He, he did a number on himself. Yeah. Um, you know they got yeah these he got the picture of him. Uh, no, oh, in the in the in the emergency room there in Toronto after after it had happened, mm. which um, the night which like two nights earlier, two nights earlier he suffered a major gash in the back of his head. That sucks. Oh man. Did he break a mirror or something? Like, I don't know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to wait and find out. Uh, you know what's uh, what's going what's going on with that. Um, uh, so, so anyway, we got so um, so there. I mean, there are spoilers out there for the tapings. Um, if you want to watch, if you want to read those, you go you go right ahead. Um, we're not Go gonna, we're not gonna, uh, we're not gonna spoil them for you. Mm-hmm. Um, now, okay. uh, two now, one, two one seven, Sean, right? But, um, double check that real quick, if you would. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, now for the, uh, um, for AEW, um, we got to talk. We got to talk about. Uh, ah, okay. Oh, you know what? That actually brings that. This brings me into this brings me into another point, and I think this would be the perfect time 
uh, Crimey's with us here. Um, because yeah. the other surprise that happened at the uh, at, after that uh, after um, Cage won the title, Michael Elgin showed up. Michael Elgin showed up. Yes, he had. We had read reports uh, in the last couple of weeks that WWE was interested in Michael Elgin and might have been on his way to WWE, but. No, so was Impact Wrestling interested in Michael Elgin, and Elgin made the choice to go to Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I'll go to the sinking ship first. <laughs> I, personally think, I personally think Impact right now is trying to grow its brand and trying to compete on a higher level. Understood, but if my cousin can walk can walk in the front doors from the parking lot and get a front seat on a on a TV taping, really? To thinking shit. Um, and everybody's leaving. Time it's ever happened. I mean, although I wouldn't, wouldn't describe it as a thinking shit, but a main event player comes popping up on another on a, on a competing company's uh, show. Well, that was common during the Monday Night Wars of the 90s, but not so much now since there's a major player and then a bunch of not as major players. But I think, I I honestly think that Bit Impact is trying to, with the aggressiveness of AEW, I think that it is absolutely trying to, yeah, I think that Impact is absolutely trying to, you know, grow its brand and be a little bit bigger and be a bigger contender in the, you know, in the pro wrestling circuit, if you will, and to go after target audience of WWE as well as AEW is trying to be a big fish in the pond instead mm-hmm. of a medium fish in the pond. That's the swamp. How long now? <laughs> They've, Impact is kind of at its lowest point of it's ever been. It's on a network that's not seen by a whole lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. Pursuit. Have, if you stream through I get Pluto TV, you can watch Impact anytime you want. Um, Twitch, Twitch is not really the best place for watching yeah. a wrestling show. Yeah. Well, I guess you can. Okay, but so you having the problem television. I'm having, like when, when you're watching live Impact, well, taped live Impact, Leg, but well, when they go to the break, wait, wait. When they go to the break, and you and you have these two skyping in or facetiming or whatever the hell they're doing, no skipping, no legging, no nothing. It runs nice and smooth. The second they get back to the matches, it starts lagging again. I, that's the main reason why I stopped watching it. I'll be honest. But I, my my thoughts are my thoughts are here. Um, we're all roughly around the same age and older. However. You, you flat out said it's not on a channel that anybody gets. Most people nowadays, especially under 30, do mm-hmm. not subscribe to a cable. They, they absolutely do everything through Internet television. That is the way yep. a lot of things go. Android. And most people, most people don't even, because cable is an unwanted bill. And uh, yep. most people are, I don't, have an Android don't do box. That. I have yeah. an Android box, I have a, okay? I have a Fire Stick and a TV yeah. that's yeah, yeah cable-ready. So and it's you can like, watch I don't whatever even... the mother, mother Chuck you want at any Mother Chuck in time you want, okay, if you well, have your Fire and... Stick. 
my and Android I have the box? app that connects oh. it to my phone. I have the app that yeah, connects I mean, it to my phone, so I don't have yeah. to be connected to my TV when I'm sitting at a doctor's office or whatever. I can just flip down my and watch whatever I want to watch. Yeah, I mean, uh, with, my Android, with my Android, with my Android box, through I can a do cable company. You may not subscribe to their cable it. TV package, but you're getting your internet oh. through either oh, well, cable so or I, DSL. I, I didn't say I didn't say that I didn't say that you know we're not using a cable company for internet. I'm just flat out saying that most people don't buy the cable package. Don't spend $170 a month to nope. have HBO and all that. They have the apps on those phones. Well, yeah, that's right. And, and, and another thing, another thing you can do too, is with with you go get yourself an Android box. Okay, depending on where you go, you're going to pay anywhere from 100 to 180 dollars. But if you go online, you can get them anywhere from 80 to 90 bucks. Then you go to somebody who provides an Android service, which is live streaming television, and then you can have your you can have your Netflix and whatever else you want on there as well. And some places are 15 bucks. The place I I just switched to is twenty bucks a month, and it's a great service, and I love it. And I get free WWE Network, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> right, Jimmy. Well, I mean, you know, with with uh, with Sling, Hulu having a uh, a live TV option, uh, YouTube having a live TV option now. Um, you've got uh, Direct TV now, which is uh, yeah. online version of the of their satellite service. Um, Impact actually simulcasts not only on Pursuit Channel on yeah. uh, on their Friday night airing, but on Twitch. Which a lot of times, even though I do have Pursuit with my uh, with my satellite package, I'll watch mm-hmm. on I'll watch on Twitch. Yeah. Well, once I get uh, my other Android box going, it's going to be with a different company to service. And as well with the box, I have no, I have no choice. But my new one, the company that I'm going to be using, I'll have pursuit. So by this week, I'll have pursuit. Yeah. yeah. I do want to make a pick. No. You know, Elgin. the thing too, Craig, on this whole thing with Elgin. We're not there I yet, wonder. So. I wonder what. I wonder what. I wonder what Molly's thinking right now. Hmm. <laughs> well, I wasn't uh-huh. ready to address her yet. But, yeah, the Elgin thing, um, Impact Wrestling has been wanting to get some talent from New Japan. However, New Japan has a working relationship with Ring of Honor, and they have stated if you work with Ring of Honor, New Japan, or New Japan talent cannot work with Impact Wrestling right now. So, Elgin leaves New Japan. Well... Since he's not with New Japan anymore, he's free and clear to make a debut with Impact Wrestling. And I did not—I was not aware that um, Ring of Honor was uh, bar. Ring of Honor New Japan was barring their talent from working with Impact, or at least New Japan working with Impact. Well, well, the Ring, well, the Ring of Honor Impact uh, thing goes uh, clear back to the days of TNA. When uh, when Ring of Honor wouldn't when TNA wouldn't let uh, their talent uh, do um, Ring of Honor and be on their videos and that so that's that's been that's been for you know for well over ten years that issue. 
So they've gotten some sort of deal where New Japan talent can't work for Impact or appear on Impact well, only that's because, for ROH. Well, that's because, right, well, that's because ROH and New Japan have have a working agreement. Um, they, they, now, um, Impact is uh, with, um, oh, gosh, the other Japanese motion, the one that uh, um, Keith Walker worked for. All Japan, because, um, or, yeah, All Japan, because, uh, um, because remember, for a while, Eddie Edwards was the, uh, was the champion, and that, uh, okay, all right, um, Sean's here, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and get, and get him in, um, so, oh, wow, all right, hey, hey, Sean, first, first thing, what's, uh, what's the situation with your dad, I mean, if yeah. he's if this uh, is a serious situation, you you get off of here. We got this covered. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. I'm I'm here, so I'm here. Well, what's going on with him? What what do you know at this point? Is it heart, kidneys, liver? What? I don't know much. I just know that he's he's there. Well, I don't know much, but okay. I know I love you. Yeah. Yes, I know. Thank you, know, you very much, dears. Yeah. Um yeah, if you get yeah, you know, you get you get any messages and you have to leave, don't don't hesitate. Just you know, you just get the heck out of here. Well, I would have been here earlier. Uh I am uh Steve Kane and I and Katie and and my technician uh are all fighting with blog talk. Ooh, and Jeff Liz. Because Blog Talk, for some (laughs) ungodly reason, I upgraded my PC uh, last week, and I thought that it might have been that. Well, for some strange reason, on any Internet browser that you try, the pink button that should appear when you get an email invite to dial in um, is gone. Like, you, you, you you can't call in. So I have two options. I can either log in via Skype and make Steve use his phone, or I can use my or. phone and, uh, and not have to worry about it. I have unlimited minutes and, you know, all of that. So um, I would have been here. Go ahead, Sean. Uh-huh. Keep going, Sean. Keep going, Sean. You, you talk. Um, so... I mean, uh, I don't know what's going on with it. I have jo- uh, I've got everything updated, but uh, I had Katie try it. I had Steve try it. I had other people try it, and they have just taken away the, the pink button to uh, call in. So um, until that gets fixed, I will be calling in on my phone. I apologize for being late, um, I but I am late. here, and... Um, I don't know if anybody tuned in to Saturday's night's edition or not. If you didn't, uh, you might want to go back and listen to that because there was a lot of stuff revealed. And uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, I want uh, to thank everybody for coming out. And uh, I need Steve Kane or Katie or my Just Blue to uh, catch me up to where we're at so far. Oh, we've done okay. I just want you to. When, what? So I just want you to know you're not late. You're not late, you're not honey. Late. You're on Jewish standard time. 
You're on Jewish Day. No, it's okay. No, 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 no. No, he's on Queen Tom. Mm. It's fashionably <laughs> late. Diva dive. All right. All right. Ride or dive. All right. Here's what we've here's what we've covered so far, Sean. Um, what uh, what broke right before we went on the air is uh, uh, looks like uh, Leo Rush is uh, getting seriously punished. In other words, they're sending him back down to NXT. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. That uh, boy, that boy cannot stay out of trouble. That's all I can say about him. He does not know. No. Like the word trouble and oh. him. Yeah. Go hand in hand. He needs a little yep. enhancement yep. talent, and he need, he needs to work on his enhancement. Not not really his enhancement. He needs to work on his. Uh, what am I looking for? Um, not so much professionalism. Um, not adequate. Well, not yeah, etiquette. that is. Uh, yeah, that he, too. He can go yeah. back to ROH. Yeah, I don't want him either. Um, I'm sorry. I've never had a use for the kid. I I mean, all you can do is talk. You're actually not a half-bad wrestler. And I think you should pursue that instead I mean, instead of being a little pipsqueak loudmouth that I want to squish like a pimple. But, yeah, go down. Take your bumps. Take your lumps. Take your bruises. Learn your damn role. And, I mean, shit. You need help yeah. learning your damn role? Go talk, go talk to Randy Orton. He'll teach you how to learn your role. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You need to talk about the fine art of manager, managers again because they've gone through, they've laid off managers who are, are too mouthy on the mic. Well, they need to go back and take a look at the uh, – the 80s when we had Jimmy, Jimmy Hart, Hart, Bobby Heaton, <laughs> Johnny Valiant, Miss uh, 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 Fuji, on the mic a lot, oh. and they weren't so eager to get rid of them because somebody kind of gets them under somebody's skin, which is what they're supposed to do. Doing the damn job. You know who was a, uh, who was a great manager from that time? Who? Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. And Sir Oliver Humperdinck. Yeah. (laughs) The Grand Wizard, Ernie Ross. Um, Precious precious Paul Ellering. Gary Hart. Gary Hart was probably one of the best managers for none. And I say that having grown up with Bobby Heenan. Yeah, I grew up with Bobby Heenan too. I'm not that young. Oh, I know. But what I'm thinking is, I grew up. I grew up with Bobby Heenan, but yet I think Gary Hart tops Bobby Heenan with wow. Scandor Akbar right That's behind him. Yeah, exactly. Like plenty. Exactly. At least we still have Paul Heyman. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah. about only one from the previous era. We still have. That's active. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, there's there's not a lot of other ones. Um, you know, there's there's some great female managers out there, but the problem is WWE doesn't want them. And there's some great male managers out on the independents, but the problem is WWE doesn't want them. 
So uh, we cut, we become back to what Crime Fighter said, where it's the lost art of the manager. Even yeah. little independent pets don't want managers. I know this for a fact. We've had people. Well, uh, that's true. What? Wait. They don't want to. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. I understand saying that independents don't want managers. Let me tell you, I'm a manager, and I have people ringing my door, though, like crazy. I am booked all over the country because they want me to come down and manage them. So that is an invalid statement. Some I'm not saying promotions do promotions not want managers. managers do. do not. I know there are some promotions that don't want ma- or not interested in having managers, or at least very many of them. Well, there are some that don't want managers at all. I mean, I know. You know, that's uh, that's yeah. that's the way it is. There there have been places that I have gone in my managing career where they have said, you're not managing tonight, you're going to be on commentary. I said, what's the difference? I'm still going to draw heat. They said, it don't matter how you have me draw it, I'm going to draw heat. You know, you're either having me going out there as the manager and cutting a promo, or I'm doing it when I'm on the commentary table, one of the two. So you choose. Um there, there are just some people out, bookers out there that don't even like managers. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's becoming a lost art, but it sucks that it is. But um, that's that's just the way it is. Luckily, with RWF, we have a couple managers that we keep around, and uh, you know, everybody wants to be a manager in RWF. We only have so many spots, and. Uh, there's only so many that I allow, and obviously everybody by this time knows that one of our key managers is Spragan, and a lot of people don't agree with that, but that's the way it is. Um, Spragan yeah. has paid his dues. He's gone down and, and done what he's been asked to do, so he gets to stick around. Um, others yeah. don't get that privilege. He draws privilege. heat. He draws heat, that's, and, that's, and that's the big thing. I mean, when... Uh, when when Jim's at when Jim's at ringside, when Jim gets the mic, oh, he gets he gets the immediate, immense, intense negative reaction, which is exactly what we're looking for. Yep. Um, so there's uh you know, there's a lot going on in the world of RWF. We'll get to in hour two, um, and um, yeah, I mean there's there's just uh. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan, and uh, yeah, I don't know who yeah, listens Saturday night, but Steve and I. One at a time. Yeah. I don't know who listens Saturday night, but uh, if you didn't listen to that, you need to go back and listen because I pretty much laid everything out on the on on the line that needed to be laid out, and uh, there were some things said that uh, were very truthful. So. Um, if you want to know the details, you need to go and listen to Saturday night. We're not going to divulge all into that again tonight. Um, but I will maybe, say maybe, that there have been... Maybe I'll put that on for Thursday. Um, may, uh, um, there have been some uh, card changes to... Uh, yeah. 
the events, and uh, unfortunately, they're beyond our control. And we'll get to that in hour two. Um, what do we want to go to next? We've got some. Uh, well, let's we've got all kinds I, of news I, to cover. Well, I'll tell you what. I, um, well, let's let's go ahead. Let's uh, let's talk a little AEW because uh, we're uh, just actually literally a few weeks away from Double or Nothing, and uh, there's a lot of big stuff happening. Uh, the whole thing I talked about uh, earlier with the uh, Lucha Brothers dropping the Impact title is because they have now signed exclusively. They are no longer with Impact. They finished up the taping. They are no longer with MLW. They are strictly with AEW in the U.S. and AAA in Mexico. And so... Um, so, so this is what this is what we have so far um, for a card on this one. Um, the uh, uh, the AAA World Tag Team Titles will be defended by the Young Bucks against against the Lucha Brothers. Um, of course, uh, Cody versus Dustin, and we're gonna we're gonna play Cody's uh, promo that he cut here in just a minute. Ooh, um, and believe me. Wait till you hear this thing. This thing will give you chills, okay? Um, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Um, it's still scheduled for Pac versus Adam Page. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose. Um, SoCal Uncensored versus the uh, Oriental Wrestling Oriental Wrestling Entertainment Team led by SEMA. Um, and then in the... Uh, Pre-show over the budget battle royal. Um, the team of best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, will be in that. Um, you gotta, you gotta watch the uh, latest edition of uh, Being the Leap when uh, <coughs> the when the Young Bucks tell Trent that they're going to be in the uh, over the budget battle royal and not on the main show. It's hilarious. Um, Joey Janela, MJF. Brian Pillman Jr., our nice. friend Glacier, Ace Romero, uh, Sunday All right, who, who, is, who is typing loudly on my airspace? Sorry. I will kill you. Slowly. On air. Live. Yeah. You wait. All right, going on. Um, Sunny Days, Brandon Cutler, um, Kip Sabian. Sunny Kiss and more. Now, also too, um, we talk, I talked about this uh, last week. Is uh, um, a I made a prediction as far as uh, something that might be happening, a match that might be happening at uh, Double or Nothing, and it looks like um, what I'm talking about may in fact be closer to reality because on that latest episode of Being the Elite. They did um, two segments, one with one with Peter Avalon and one with uh, Leva Bain, where they talked about the character of the librarian. And they were each sold, well, hey, it's, it's going to be great to have two librarians. And, mm-hmm. of course... One 
kind of takes a look into the camera like, what? So that that looks like that looks like that that is going to wind up happening. Now, here is the promo that Cody cut, um, which is uh, from the uh, other series that they're doing, Road to Double or Nothing. It's about four minutes long, but it's worth every second. So I hey, listen to it's this. Not like it's nine. Not, not like it's seven to nine. I love my brother. I have always loved my brother. When you're a little kid and you're going to the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, and here he comes, tall, blonde, every woman in the place going absolutely nuts for him, I'd say at one point he was my hero. You know, there's this regular jilted and lazy trope commentators in wrestling will use. You'll hear them say, the prodigal son. And I have to wonder, I'm curious, who out there listening actually understands the morals and the implications in Luke 15:11 in that parable. There's two brothers. One does everything right. One works very hard. Tries to keep his family whole. The other goes abroad, pours about, and makes every conceivable wrong choice you could possibly make. But it's the first brother who is equally in the wrong because he has an expectancy from the father for all his good deeds, and none of it matter. The father loved them the same. I've sat on enough couches telling my story to know which brother I am. I'm good with it. And this notion of brother versus brother, of, of natural versus nightmare, it's all very marketable, it's all very romantic, albeit not very accurate. What's accurate is that this match is generation versus generation. I am not here to kill Dustin Rhodes. I'm here to kill the Attitude Era. My entire lot, my whole class of peers, has been compared to these gilded late 90s through the early 2000s for over a decade, and it's an utter sham. Sure. You paved the roads for us, but gosh, you set the speed markers at 35 because you are terrified of any of us putting our foot down on the pedal. You mean to tell me some pissant bodybuilder making every match a no DQ, meandering around the crowd, throwing the jib cam at his opponent, compares with a Kenny Okada match? Or some bra and panty spectacular can match up with what the women did last September 1st? Or even Dwayne, as electric as it was, rhyming and raising, was it really better than what Punk said sitting on that stage? Listen, I am the least Rhodes of the Rhodes. But they gave me a pair of boots. I've got the basics. When you do something to death, when you ride something to death, that's literally what happens. When that animal can't go anymore and it falls out on the trail and you can feel the tension in its eyes and its fluttered breasts of panic and it knows it's going to die and it wants to die. You don't just believe it because you love it. You pull from the hip 
You roll your fingers on the steel of the chamber. You pull the hammer back. You do not anticipate the recoil, and you blow it away. Like I said, I love my brother. Yeah. Wow. Um, that yeah. says a lot. Um, yeah. You know, there's know. there's just shitloads. Um. Yeah. Well, I can. I'm not here I to kill Dustin now. Rhodes. I'm here to kill the Attitude Era. And then, and yeah. then you notice that shot that he makes at Triple H, where he talks about the piss ant bodybuilder. Which is a uh, direct little shot at uh, um, what uh, what he said uh, during that during the speech at the Hall of Fame, where he talked about maybe Vince would uh, buy that uh, pissant wrestling company and uh, and fire him again, Billy again. So, so yeah, so he shoots it. So he shoots it. He shoots at Triple H. He shoots then Vince. He shoots on uh, on uh, uh, on uh, Wayne Johnson. I mean, he spares nobody. He spared nobody in this promo. Good, and so he should. He should be able to say whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Well, hey, it's his company, so. Well, at least partially his company. I mean, he is executive yeah. vice president. One of the boss All right. <laughs> um, well, I think we're going to go ahead and take our yeah. uh, break now. Okay. No, we can do that. Yeah, because it is almost the top of the hour. Find something good. Find something good. Oh, uh, you know what? Hey. Um, we gotta, we gotta pull, gotta pull this one up. Um, if everybody thought that uh, Brock Lesnar was uh, gonna head back to UFC, according to Dana White on ESPN today, um, Brock Lesnar has told Dana White that he is done. He is retired. UFC. So unless he comes back to WWE, he's fucking not. That's it. That's I'll it. He's completely finished with everything. That's assuming that if UFC is not the only MMA company in the world, he could pop up in a different MMA company, one of the lesser ones. But well, I don't think I don't think he's going to go to Bellator because Bellator is not going to pay him. Not the kind of money well that you have to pay, yeah. Well, he'd also have to um, pass a drug test, and uh, the last time he worked for UFC, he failed the post-fight drug test. Well, right. haven't you been looking at him lately? He, he, has has a neck again. he has a neck again, okay? The guy is slimmed down. You can barely even see him anymore. And besides oh, right. which, do you well, know how easy it is to buy somebody else's urine at this point in time? 
Easy. I can, I, give you, I, can give you my, I can give you my year and tomorrow if you want me. Yeah, I mean, oh, not Lord. to mention the fact that you can actually um, take stuff to clear your urine completely out and not piss hot for anything. So, I mean, that's All not right. a real issue. Okay, All right. Blood only, then. All right. It's a, we are going to take our song break. We will be right back. Crimey, stick with, with us, door. please. It's okay, Jeff. Don't worry.
All right, and we're back with more of Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil live inside and the And somebody ER. wrangle, and somebody start wrangling the animals. I gotta, I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta go back and start building an ark. Okay. Why? It is, it is coming down out here again. Oh, right, oh yeah, uh, it's right coming down here. We had right, two weeks straight of fucking rain. Yeah, right when I right when I right when I uh, took my uh, took my headphones off uh, when we went on to break, I'm hearing and I'm looking. I'm, I went and looked out my uh, window and I see it, and it's still down, like going all day. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to walk into my basement. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of water down there right now. Hey, Steve, yeah, you want to go watch. swimming? <laughs> yeah, go for a swim in the basement. I can right, probably, well, I can uh, probably, we're gonna go to probably do it on the street one right now. All right, uh, we're gonna go to Crimey right now. He's got an update uh, that uh, surrounds somebody that you guys talked about while I was not here. Uh, we've got more uh, news regarding the drama llama, as we call her. Oh, which one? Well. Yeah, this is kind of a mess, and I'm not fully. Well, I'm uh, I'm a little bit up to speed, but trying to uh, make sense of it all has been a little bit tricky. Uh, some uh, apparently it's now a feud between current members of Anonymous versus former members of Anonymous. Uh, a police report and a. 911 call was posted online by a Twitter user using mm. a bunch of random characters that were like thrown together. But uh, Drama Llama was accused of domestic violence against her husband back in January. And they posted a mugshot and personal information. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of it all. Certain uh, Molly and I guess Adam Lash seem to be yucking it up a little bit on that, and a few other people who are, I guess, not fans of Drama Llama. I'm going to say domestic violence is not a good thing at all. I'm not condoning it at all. I came out of nowhere to see this information pop up. Lama has posted a new video on her channel um, responding to the uh, situation, acknowledging, yeah, she may have had it coming because of, or she's had it coming about being, I guess, her info being posted online since info of some of the people that she is investigating popped up online. So, it's... I'm going to keep watching the situation, but apparently it's less of, it's diverged into anonymous versus former anonymous members and unfortunately I'm not a, I'm not in with the anonymous crowd, so I don't there's no way I'm going to be able to uh figure out the uh inner workings of <laughs> That organization and what they do, but um, Molly 
regards to Molly Woodward, none of the stuff that came out about Drum Alum of Truth exonerates her in any way. Molly is still in trouble for perjury. Abby Author is still guilty of faking cancer, and the people who have oh been abusing horses are still guilty of abusing horses. Uh, Molly, uh, Molly's, I guess, had surgery last week about the stage that she was supposed to show up for court. Um, Did that ever actually get confirmed? Lost and so, uh, your question? I say, did that actually ever get confirmed that she really was having surgery? Because, you know, because it seemed like it was convenient because this happened again where she had a supposed health issue right around the time that she was supposed to appear in court. Believe it or not, um, a picture that she posted of herself, I did actually see a lump in her chest, and so that apparently was an issue, and she did have the surgery. So this is... um, the other thing is she is now being represented by somebody, which that was another shocker. A lawyer from um, St. Louis University is working pro bono, representing uh, Molly Woodward at this time. And so I guess um, he showed up at court uh, for the scheduled uh, hearing date and got a continuance. But another note issued to to take a deposition, so we're going to have to wait and see where that goes. Let me get the name of this lawyer. Oh, we did, there's one thing we need to cover that I forgot about. Um, oh, really? the, um, let me give you the lawyer's names first because we lost somebody over the weekend. That was a major figure ah, yeah. of St. Louis Wrestling. I don't know if you covered it or not. We have not. Okay, the lawyer is um, Brendan Rogeter. He's an associate professor at St. Louis University School of Law. He's supervisor of Civil Litigation Clinic and award-winning lawyer. Taking on pro bono cases for indigents across the region. So I didn't see that coming at all. Um, so... This is probably going to go somewhere now, finally, now that both sides have a lawyer. It took forever for Molly to get one. Okay. So now we're wrapped up with that. We need to um, we need to play the 10-bell salute because we've lost somebody over the weekend or li- late last week. Uh, the promoter of the legendary... Gateway Championship Wrestling, Big Bad Ben Oliver passed away over the weekend. Yes, uh, I've got it loaded, so here we go. And again, 
That was for Big Ben out of the St. Louis area. And uh, a very sad situation. I got the news, I believe, Friday or Saturday from Dingo as we were uh, communicating. And Dingo was just really tore up about it. So, um, Gateway Championship Wrestling was one of the was a top promotion back in its day and won Fed of the Year for for several years in a row, including the final year of its existence. This was the promotion that created um, Matt Seidel, a.k.a. Evan Bourne, Delirious, Mischief, Daisy Hayes, the St. Louis Four that um, really made names for themselves after they... they um, created themselves in the St. Louis area, moved up to Chicago, and made regular trips up and down. I could have been got out there and um, kind of uh, had a major role in rejuvenating attention to the St. Louis wrestling scene, in my opinion. Um, Evan Bourne, of course, went on to WWE. Uh, Delirious is, um, I guess, a major administrator administrative official at Ring of Honor. Um, Mischief, of course, is um, Mrs. Uh, Michael Elgin. Yes. Daisy Hayes is retired. Um, she, she did, I believe, did marry Delirious in real yes, life. Uh, I believe they're married. I, I, I don't know if they still are, but I, I know at one point they were. So. Um, I haven't heard yes, from Daisy uh, Hayes in years, so. I have not either. So, all right, we're going to go to our next segment now, and uh, Crime Fighter, you're going to want to stick around for this. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. with RWF Rebellion Rising, and I'm going to take about 10 to 15 minutes to say what I need to say on this uh, for everybody that wasn't listening the other night. First off, uh, the following changes have been made. Well, the following people will not be there. Brubaker. Brubaker decided that he did not want to be a part of this event anymore for whatever reason. Um, Marche Rocket. Didn't didn't expect that one. That one hurt a little bit. 
Um, yeah. They all hurt, but that one hurt a right. little more. Um, yeah. So, Brew Baker, Marche Rocket, not going to be there June 1st. The other one not going to be there, Brandon Espinosa. Um, the X-Men will not be there. They have an actual legitimate reason. Um, one of them is still recovering from an injury, and he's not going to be re- fully rehabbed in the time that it would take to be able to make this match happen. Those things happen sometimes. Um, that's an acceptable reason. But if I find out that it was otherwise, there will be consequences, you know, then then we'll deal with that. Um, Want to think of who else? Uh, Zach Booth, um, Matt Harmon, and the surprise guest Apocalypse I pulled uh, after the bullshit went down with Joey Grunge. Um, Nate Knox felt that he was not ready to come back to the ring, and I told him that that was okay and that he could let me know when he was. Um, so hopefully that will be soon. Um, Savannah Stone and James Brady were not even booked 24 hours before somebody got to them and got them to bail off the event. Not only this event, but the September event. Jason Hades bailed on the September event. Um, <laughs> Names you mentioned, you really did need to pull off because he's in trouble with the law anyway. Who? Harmon. Well, yes. Um, Harmon, Harmon, we knew that. Um, yeah. Uh, that's a long story. We won't get into that. But I heard a different story, and I believe I chose to believe it. And then all this bullshit went down with Joey. And yeah, I'm just not. I'm not gonna have the bullshit with Joey Grunge in my locker room. I'm, I'm just not gonna have it. Um, uh-uh. So those are the changes that have been made to Rebellion Rising, and, and everybody asks, well, how does that impact everything? Well, how do you think it impacts everything? We went from uh, having a amazing show, uh, and, and I, I need to clarify this. A majority of the people, minus Savannah Stone and James Brady, were booked back in November when this was all set up. And that was set up in November. I have the messages. I can screenshot them. I can prove it. Uh, For whatever reason, there is a conspiracy theory out there to have people not work for me, and I don't know what that is. I can think of some reasons, and they are that uh, people are still pissed about 2012, which um, that's been seven years. If you can't get over it, then you have a problem. I don't. Um, the fact that we've had canceled some events in the past, it happens. It happens with WWE. They just canceled that big Saudi Arabia date. Uh, they canceled NXT and I forget where it was, but it was somewhere. Um, and yeah, they canceled you know, one pay per view because they because they were conflicting with the Saudi Arabia date. That's correct. And then there was something else that was NXT related that they had to cancel. Um, so it happens. Is it meant to happen? No, but it, it does happen. And then the only other thing that people could really throw up in my face is two things. 
Big Daddy, which I'll clear the air with that right now, and and uh, just doesn't know this, so we're going to leave her out of it. But Big da- uh Steve Kane, Katie, crime fighter, and uh, you know anybody else that were to call in knows that that motherfucker doesn't have anything to do with RWF and hasn't in a very long time and will never again. The only other thing is something that Uh Joey Eastman would, would stir around and that's that, you know, I owe Ed Schumann money. And if you believe that, then I'll sell you the golden gate bridge. Come talk to me. Um, yeah, we can use that to we can use that to pay what you owe it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Also, yeah, we'll also we'll also sell you the magic bus. Um, I don't know why these I don't people think are Project bailing. Valtry's gonna let go of that. I don't know why. Got, uh, let me talk, please. I don't know why guys like Brew Baker and Jason Hades and Marche Rocket are bailing. I don't get it, because uh, this is an area that made them a star again. And they just fucked over the fans that made them a star. Totally not cool with that, um, for whatever reason it is. Because we have a policy that was enforced in 2016 after uh, I met Paul Eubanks. And that was this. When I see the whites of the guy's eyes, I hand them the whites of the envelope. That's the way it is. It's the way it's been since 2016. You can ask anybody that works for our Feverized last two events. When you walk in, you get your envelope. Yep. When you when, see me, you've got to come up to me. I'm not going to come find don't you. Pay. Right. Most promotions don't pay until after the event. We pay you when you walk in the door. That's, so, and that that's a big difference between us and the other independent promotion. It is now. Um, I don't know who's behind this. I have, a, I, I have so many theories on that that we would be here all night. But I'm going to name the top one. I believe that Jay Russell is behind this in some way. Um, because I believe that Jay Russell is one of the only men that has enough pull to make a guy like Brubaker and Marche and Hades and, you know, some of the girls to bail. Because there there are rumors out there, and I do believe them, that Dreamwave is in some shape or form coming back. Don't know when it's going to happen. I know it'll be after June 1st. Know that for a fact. Um, it could be... I'm kind of offended. We don't know. I'm actually so. kind of offended that nobody's tried to poach me and get me to quit. Ditto. <laughs> yeah, Nobody. I mean, like, well, like, my name's Jess Lou. I'm the voice of the rebellion. Google me. Come, somebody, come on, yeah. Facebook me, tell me why I need to quit this. Give me a good reason, I'll do it. I'm just kidding. Give me well, a good reason, though. Well, well, you're not you're not friends with Timothy Gibbons, uh, Givens. Yes, I am. Um, yes, I am. Yes, I am. 
Oh my god! And he I know him. Mm, I'm shocked. Nope. I, I've shocked. known him for a while. Because Gibbons hates us. Yeah, I met him on a show. I met him at a Rex Gill show. I know that guy from a Rex Gill show. <laughs> oh, I'm anyway, uh, I have talked. I have talked to Givens. Uh, he has his own podcast now on Vlog Talk of his own that they're doing, and asked me for some assistance with it, and I, I helped him out a little bit, and that was the end of that. I don't know that he's behind it, but there's others. J Mac. McIntyre. Uh, yes, McIntyre. McIntyre and I do not get along. McIntyre had not, uh, and I have not gotten along for a very long time. Um, either. Even he's not even involved in the wrestling business now. Well, he uh, was. He was. He no, was the creative uh, in Dreamwave. Been so years. if the Dreamwave's coming back, he will be a part of that again, no doubt in my Self-taught mind. Self-taught yarder. Self-trained, mm-hmm. quote unquote, yarder. Um, well, that's a matter of opinion. I'm not going to agree with you or disagree with you um, on that. Uh, that if I work for you, I'll catch the gay. I heard if I catch, if I work for him, I will catch the gay. I don't know. I don't want to catch oh. the gay. The gay, the gay what? The gay moose? The gay squirrel? The gay penguin? The gay zebra? The gay Woman penguin? What? I want a gay zebra. I had a mother-in-law. <laughs> I want to catch the whole gay zoo. Like I had a mother-in-law. Okay, she'd be like, he's of the gay. I go, a gay what? He goes, you know, a gay. I go, a gay what? Moose, chicken, cow, pig, what woman? All right, we're gonna get back on track here. Um, but the whole thing is this: somebody is conspiring to make the people that we originally had agree to this event bail. Now, my question for Whoever that is, is this. Are you going to pay them the difference of what they just lost? Because I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm here to tell you that that was guaranteed money on June 1st. Simple as that. So, um, you know, besides the X-Men, yeah. the X-Men are the only good ones with a good reason. Nobody else had one. Everybody else wanted to yeah. give excuses, and the details are on the Saturday night show. We actually read the messages from everybody. Um, you know, that I'm still upset. Um, I don't like the fact that they fucked over my fans, and, and you know, that, that has potential to create a ripple effect to me. I have to deal with that. You don't get to deal with that because you bail. But guess what? I'm sending them your way if they come to me and say that they're mad that you're not there. I will tell them that they can direct their hate towards you. Because and we'll I give them links the to your Facebook you pages. Off. I didn't make the choice to, to, for you to walk. You made that choice. For whatever reason that you have, whoever gave you, you chose to walk. Well. You can deal with the fans that are upset that you're not there. Um, so we're going to go over the, the revised card, which we have posted on the RWF Facebook page uh, earlier today, and that is uh, the following. It'll be 24-karat gold versus one-half of Flex Appeal, Austin Fouts. Then it will be Jeff Blue's favorite, Gay Demon, the following one, Nick Vendetta, 
will be accompanied to the ring by Spragan. And, folks, let me tell you something about Nick Vendetta. He has got to be one of the most creepiest-looking, scariest, creepy bastards that I've ever seen in my life. Steve, you've seen him. What do you think? You're talking – yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, let's put it this way. It looks like it looks it looks like Darby Al, Darby Allen has gone to the dark side, and that's saying something. Yes. And you haven't yes. really even seen that much because his uh his finisher is an Abigail twist, and it's pretty pretty ugly. Um, so it'll be the fallen one, Nick Vendetta with Spragan against Ruthless Rockin' Rivera. Let me tell you something about Rockin' Rivera. Rockin' Rivera, I actually didn't even realize I knew. We got to talking about things, and he's like, hey, wait a minute. You used to wrestle his rage. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Dude, I wrestled with you in Oakland. <laughs> what? <laughs> and this would have been, oh, God, this was more than ten years ago. And sure as shit. I, I actually sent him a. I sent him a video. Here's how it went. I sent him a video, and I said, "Here's my match." He said, "I repped your match." I said, "Get the fuck out of here." He goes, "No, I repped your match. I was there." Wow. I said, "Everything comes full circle, one way or another." This is kind of cool. So it'll be ruthless. Cool. The fallen one, Nick Vendetta, with Spragan against Ruthless Rockin' Rivera, and J- versus Jake Braddock. Jake Very Braddock cool. is coming from Ohio, and uh, he reminds me of Max Holiday. If anybody's seen Max Holiday, this guy reminds me of Max Holiday. Um, there's others that he reminds me of. Uh, Crimey, I would say that he kind of looks like a Jake Durden. Uh, with Jake Braddock. Okay. Then we have Brian Blade versus Shane Foster. Folks, Shane Foster is six foot one. 200 and something pounds, over 250 pounds. Yeah. Big boy. Blair yeah, is not boy. a small guy himself. This is going to be, this is going to be a hot battle in some ways. Um, then we have Controlled Chaos. Crash Jackson and Bad Henry with Spragan will be issuing an open challenge. We don't know who's going to accept but there, there's an issue, open challenge that has been issued now, and some tag team is going to walk up, and I, I, I don't know, you know, I'm telling you what, I've watched a lot of footage of Controlled Chaos because I'm, I'm pretty high on them, and Steve knows it, and Steve's uh, watched the footage. These are two yeah. guys that are just... I'm impressed. It's, it's scary. It's scary. Um, <laughs> Crash Jackson... Has been wrestling all over the place. Uh, Bad Henry, you know, he's he's got a new look. I don't know what's going to happen on June first when they get in the ring with whoever because I've seen controlled chaos and let me tell you something, it's anything but controlled chaos. It's uncontrolled chaos. It's carnage. It's havoc. These two will. I don't I don't know the lengths that they will go to destroy somebody, but I've seen it and it's. It's not a good thing. Um, thank God we have some good security guards that night because we might need them. Uh, then we have Party Unicorn, Lainey Luck, God willing that she actually shows, versus the Sriracha uh-huh. Muchacha Paloma Star. Sriracha Muchacha. 
then we have a tag team match. Another tag team match. It is Booze and Brute, the drunken Irishman, Angus McDuff, with his tag team partner, the Brute, Rowan Holmes, taking on Spragan's Army, second generation superstar, Cody Jones, and the Oriental craze, Sanji. This is going to be interesting because there's a lot of different styles in that match. You've got Angus McDuff. You've got the Brute, Rowan Holmes. You've got Cody Jones. And then you've got that Oriental guy, Sanji. And he's just gotten more and more methodical. I've been following him since uh, the last uh, event that he worked for us. And this guy, telling you what, it's it's kind of... Somebody told me he looked like a Muda, and, and, you know, he's starting to live up to that, uh, is Sanji. So it'll be interesting. Then we have One Man Riot, Frank Wyatt, taking on Tyler Jones. And in our main event, uh, it'll be Diamond Steel in action against somebody that he uh, – is evidently asking to step up to the plate. And uh, all, we want to remind you that that night we also have a returning Illinois Valley legend. Now, we gave you a clue on Saturday night about this person. This person made their Illinois Valley debut in 2002. They are now returning to the area. I don't think that they've been seen here since about 2010, maybe 2011. I'm not 100% sure on the exact date that they were last in this area, but it's been a while. So this per- person is returning at RWF Rebellion Rising on Saturday night, June the 1st. You're not going to want to miss it. And, um, you know, we've got eight matches, but that's not all. We also have the 2018-2019 Icons of the Illinois Valley inductions at this event, and that will feature the inductions of the Sultan of Slither, my trainer, Sin, and the Urban Sensation, C-Red. So you're not going to want to miss this event. Tickets are still on sale now at eventbrite.com. And you can get tickets if you're listening and you're local. You can get tickets at Trainer Flooring and Streeter and Marshalloni's Pizza in Pontiac. And we, we have some great action planned for everybody. It's going to be a great night of action and we hope that uh, everybody is uh, going to be able to come out and join us. Now, I'm going to let Jess Blue or Katie have the floor about all these cancellations because, um, you know. Well, Jess dropped again, so uh, we don't know Jess, where she's Jess, at. Wait, wait. Jess, Jess's phone died. Shit. Well, I was going to say. Go ahead, Crimey. All these cancellations, I'm. Feel like drafting somebody from from the local roster and bring them with me, just in case somebody drops out the day of the show. Well, and you know, we don't know what's going to happen between now and and, and June first. God willing, nobody else cancels. Uh, hopefully, the the lineup that I just read here tonight will be the final lineup, and we won't have any more. Um, Shenanigans. Yeah, because I, yeah. I can't put stuff together when the lineup keeps changing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you can't advertise it either. 
Well, yeah. and that's just it. I mean, they're 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 killing me because they did this after I printed the posters, and I'm not in a per- position where I'm in the business of printing another thousand posters. That costs me money. You know. Yeah, I know how that feels. Um, it's it's not cheap to do. I have to have my graphics guy redo it, which means I got to pay him more money. It no. Uh, there will be some definite changes to the way we take care of things for September 14th, and um, it's it's definitely going to be done differently because I'm not going to put a poster out again with a whole bunch of people that aren't going to be on it. Now everybody will say, well, Sean, your September poster is already out. Yes, that was uh-huh. done before three people uh-huh. decided that they no longer wanted to be team players. It was designed. And it was designed in the purpose that we were going to announce the matches for it at the June 1st event. The original main event for September 14th was going to be Brubaker versus Jason Hades. And they both decided that they didn't want to do that, that they'd rather go up to CSW and do that. And I'm not shitting on CSW, but that's where the match just happened. They're paying more money then. Awful, awful coincidence. Well, no, no, I won't get into that, you know? Grimey. I was willing to pay the three that jumped enough money. You can, you can, you can ask around on that because let me tell you, it, it wasn't, it wasn't no cheap prices for the those three. Hades, Drew Baker, or Marche were not coming cheap. I'm just those saying. Those were some steep prices. Go ahead. Just saying earlier that you should pay them the difference, or whoever convinced them to go elsewhere, pay them the difference. They better have paid yep. them the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, with that being said, uh, we <laughs> hope that you'll come and join us for RWF Rebellion Rising Saturday night, June the 1st, at the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois. It's going to be a star studded event. Um, wrestling returns to Pontiac And uh, despite everything that's happened We still have a great card For everyone The show is still taking place And um, Yeah We hope that you all come out um, And hopefully I'll get the commercial done if When the weather subsides around here Yeah Because that's uh, Issued that's Yeah flood warning Issued City. The Quad Cities looks like a disaster area. I mean, I there's so that. many areas over in the Quad Cities that looked flooded. So hopefully, SCW you know, will step up and do some. Uh, uh, hopefully, SCW will step up over there and uh, maybe do some recovery relief uh, benefit because um, yeah. it'd be a good We're, thing to do. And, we're having the same issues out here in Canada. Quebec's got massive flooding. So does New Brunswick. They have massive flooding. Um, up north of my city is massive flooding. They're telling people don't go check on your on your summer properties. You'll be sorry. So, yeah. I thought Montreal did too, right? Flooding. Because I remember yeah, seeing that's drone Quebec. shots that. That's Quebec, right. isn't it? I thought they had a bunch well, of snow over the thinking, weekend. I was thinking city rather than province. No, it's Quebec. Well, don't think so. <laughs> but it's not right. on the weekend, but and it's 
rained on top of that because it got warm. Yes. And the yes, water had nowhere to uh, go. It's not a. It's not a. It's the weather around here has not been pleasant. Um, hopefully that changes sooner rather than later. Um, the next thing I want to go to is the fun house of the Firefly, whatever fun house. Firefly yeah, fun house. Firefly I'm fucking loving it. I think it's great. It's scary as shit, but I'm loving it. Well, that's the point. It it it's, it, cre- it creeps you out. It's a horror version of Mr. Rogers. Supposedly. Oh yeah. But okay, hold on a second. This episode, he painted. Okay, okay. He hung a painting on the wall, but besides the painting that he hung, was one of Abigail. And then the next painting was him burning her in a house. The first one looked all nice and happy. The next one, he's burning her in a house. And then she comes to the window and gives him shit for interrupting her beauty sleep. Okay, his kid. They, I thought they killed off Abigail. And now we got Witch Abby. Well, well, Abby, Abby She's the witch. Cool. They, uh, Abby, Abby the, the witch, witch is uh, is sort of a uh, sort of a, an homage to Sister Abigail. Well, yeah, Abby, Abigail, Abby, get it? Oh, I know. Although it's a ghost, it's a ghost. I guess. Like, um, it's not gonna be a fucking ghost. Annabelle. Remember the no. Annabelle movie? It's probably Fuck like Annabelle. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, okay, so that's another thing. Annabelle's a raggedy Ann doll, not what they made her out to be in the movie. Anyways, just really, yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Ow, that looks painful. Sorry, that just popped up. What are you Somebody got at? dropped on their face. Somebody just got dropped on their face. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> Is that Mister Perfect? I think that's Mister Perfect. Hold on. Holy shit! That may have what it been one of his last appearances. Um, come on, get bigger. Mir. Mm, that find looks it? like Kurt Henning. Uh, uh, somebody, somebody posted it, and why? Oh, oh, Facebook is being retarded. Not retarded, stupid. Sorry, stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, it looks like Kurt Henning. I'll have to see if I can get it to send to somebody. Um, sorry about that. I got distracted. ADD, easily distracted. Um, so there's a lot going on yeah. with the Fireflies well, Funhouse. Yeah, and the and the and the, it, it's funny too because. Um, because he posted he posted something on Twitter. He's he's bringing the character over into social media. And oh, good it's, God! Uh, and and he's and it's a <laughs> and, and and a picture from the Funhouse. And That's he crazy. and he says this: a couple of years ago, Randy Orton did some pretty bad stuff to me. He destroyed what? my temple. Uncrowned me as the champion of the world, caused my brother to abandon me, which is Lou Callows, and betrayed my trust. Worst of all, he didn't say he was sorry. Sad face. But I forgive you. I forgive you, Randy Bo Banders. 
Randy Bobiani. Ooh, wow. Yeah. That's, so uh, that is, that is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's read cool. that today. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's like there's unfinished business to me. Could be. Could be. But here's the thing I was thinking, too. Um, Jeff's going to be out for a while. Matt just re-bleached half his fucking head again. Uh, ergo. Yeah. But, of course, but of course that, that's back down and, and, and brace on raw. Yeah. I, hey, man. Never stopped anybody before. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, superstar shakeup doesn't mean anything necessarily, but they yeah. keep popping people over. I mean, think about it. Uh, first, first week of the shakeup, Andrade's on Raw. The next yeah. week, boom, he's got SmackDown. Yeah. And Rick, Shane, and Alistair are broken up with the tag team. So. Well, saw that this week as well. Yeah. It was a little mess. Yeah. So right now, the right now, in fact, the only couple that is not together is Ricochet and his girlfriend, who is uh, American Ninja Warrior competitor Casey Catanzaro, because she's still in developmental down in NXT. But boy, is she learning quick! I hear a bomb. I sound really. A lovely sound. Everybody went quiet. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Time for bong rip. I don't know. We just, yeah, we just took a second to take to take a breath. So, yeah. uh, Kurt Angle. <laughs> that was you know, a we're talking breath. about managers. We're talking about managers. Um, Kurt Angle okay. uh, discussed his uh, discussed his contract. And he's signed a five-year deal uh. as, as, a, as, a, you know, as a producer. He said, I'm going to do some part-time. If they need me in front of the TV, maybe managerial, where I would be managing some wrestlers. But the for, most important thing, I'm going to be a producer. I'm going to help the wrestlers structure with their technique. I'm going to help them structure their matches. It's something I'm very good at. I thought I'd be able to contribute to the company in that role. So that, so that, so uh, yeah, so Kurt may uh, may go ahead and uh, get and get himself a little uh, time uh, in front of the camera again. Speaking of time, you know what time it is? It's time for a dance break. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Maybe not. I will hurt somebody. What? I want my phone.
Oh. All right. Uh, we're going to let Jeff Blue pay her fees. Ridiculous. Not, I'm not impressed. Anyway, we're going to let Jeff Blue say what she would like to say about all the canceled wrestlers on RWF Rebellion Rising. Sorry, you don't get to meet me, suckers. That's kind of how it feels, you know, like, <laughs> it's the Jess Blue show anyways. It's all about me. It's all about my mayhem. I'm sorry. You guys are just on the bill to get people there. They're really there to see me. It's all about me. It's always been about me. Sorry you're not cool enough to be supporting cast of the Jess Blue show. Fuckers. Because you You suck. Plus, I'm a really <laughs> cool bitch to be around in the locker room. Y'all are just missing out. Bitches. But I still, I'm really, actually, actually, honestly, I am actually just really upset that, you know, I have like probably 10, uh, probably about a thousand wrestling friends that are wrestlers. So I'm pretty sure that I am probably friends with whoever is coaching our, our wrestlers. And I just, I'm just devastated that they haven't been bold enough to talk to me. I mean, I'm just such a girl. I could be so easily manipulated because I'm so weak and female. So I just don't understand why they haven't come to talk to me. Because, like, I could change my mind because, you know, a pretty boy, and I follow them everywhere. Which is why we're lucky we have Sean. Like, that's how I got here. Then he told me he was gay, and I was like, great, I can watch you all day long, and I'm not going to fall in love with you. This is perfect. <laughs> no. But then Spoken you still like got me to worry Jewish... about. You're just a dirty old man. I, I, you're an anomaly. Right. I love you. Oh, you're <laughs> a fucking awesome. I love you too. All right. Um, and I'm so just the poor little being... Jewish princess. With that being so. said, uh, there there was a pay per view. Uh, over the weekend, well, two pay-per-views Talked over the weekend that, that we need to discuss. There was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about both of them. Um, the Colta Cabana. We especially talked about, we especially talked about uh, uh, Drunk Medusa and uh, her and uh, Sienna getting into it uh, on Twitter. Oh, Lord. Drunk Medusa. That's a new one. Yeah. 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 Apparently, uh-huh. uh, she she, uh, she imbibed a little bit uh, before she went out there, and uh, fans noticed it. I, I, looked, I looked at it on video, and while uh, I don't uh, catch slurred speech outside of the fact that she called Santana Garrett Santana Groot, um... The you know, uh, she was kind of just you know seeming to walk around somewhat aimlessly in the ring. Although at least she did uh, manage to uh, keep on uh, keep her face on the hard camera side. She at least had that well, much presence of mind. You, I, I hope you didn't talk about this without me, because uh, Eric Bischoff what? says that somebody smoked more weed than anybody that he ever knew. No, 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 no,
That's 18 motherfucking joints. I'm sorry. Uh, How about you? Hi. That's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of weed. I'd be throwing up. Uh, oh, yeah. On the yeah. last, latest episode of 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff, Conrad Thompson asked about why Too Cold Scorpio was released by WCW in the week prior to Spring Stampede 1994. Bischoff confirmed that Scorpio was released because he smoked too much marijuana. Below are the highlights, courtesy of 411 Media. I don't think I've ever met anybody who smoked more weed than Too Cold Scorpio, Bischoff said. Maybe Rod Van Dam. I think Rod Van Dam might have given him a run for his money. Look, he didn't even try to hide it. And back in 1994, if you didn't even put in just a little bit of effort, try to pretend maybe you weren't smoking weed eight hours a day, you could probably get away with it. Drug testing was not really a very effective science in WCW at the time. And admittedly, it was not... And admittedly, it was not, especially for marijuana. Nobody had their sights set on anybody that smoked weed. But with Scorpio, you just He'd be out in the parking lot smoking weed. He'd walk into catering once he got back to the building and smelled like a cannabis factory. It's just we had to do it. We had to fire him. And it was too bad because, number one, I liked him. He was a cool guy. But he was an amazing performer who had all the potential in the world, but we just couldn't get him to put down the ganja. Well, that's how he ended up in WWE. Apparently, pot is a performance-enhancing drug. Can be. Well, actually, more likely how he wound up in ECW. Depends on the on the. Okay. On the person. Depends on how. Yeah. Yeah, I try to. I try to pretend. I try. I try to. I try to pretend that Flash Funk never happened. Match punk, match punky. Well, tomorrow night we might have Miss Tina Gant with us, and Tina Gant has got a lot to say if you haven't been reading her posts. Oh, Um, I the latest thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. No, you were talking. The latest thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're waiting for you. It's a big, giant, Me? pregnant pause. Somebody yeah. fucking talk. No, no, the other oh. guy named Sean on the program. This is from Merle Ramsey, and it's rather long, but I'm going to read it because I can read, read it. it. <laughs> this oh, look post at you will all. potentially cost me money. Oh, well. I try to do good at what I do. It doesn't always work out. I try to make our ring service deal both affordable and reliable and quality. We try to and oftentimes do go above and beyond to help out wrestling shows. On a rare occasion, our service isn't up to snuff. I have a guy complaining about the quality of a ring at a recent show. The ropes were a bit wonky as I didn't realize when I changed two of the ropes that looked to be near breaking, that it would be adversely affect the third. I did not have time 
at that point to do all three. The ring was set up two weeks before the two new ropes, and I didn't hear any complaints about the setup at a show where the promoter performed in said ring. Again, I'm not denying the ring wasn't up to snuff. My guy drove the ring 200 miles from my house and got it there before the time we were asked. No one showed up from the promotion while the ring was being set up, or even before my guy left over an hour and a half after what promoter said was setup time. The promoter was told his guys would have to load up the ring after the show either early that morning or the night before. My guy was not able to stay there for the show. He is complaining about the distance they had to carry the ring, claiming it was 200 yards. My guy was told by the building where to park the trailer behind the building. It was a walk, but I don't believe it's anywhere near 200 yards. Guy had two shows on one weekend, gave my guy a check for me at the second show after been having told no checks because he previously had bounced on me that was $30 short for one of the days. Paid nothing for the other day. Ignores messages asking him to pay. Come up with a solution. I offered payment plan arrangements. Finally, response to my message offering him a discount on the day he was unhappy by saying, I'll think about it and get back to you tomorrow night. At this point, I think I'm willing to lose the $300 discounted price I offered him. I'm sure I just did. He offered to pay me the 30 He shorted me for the one this week, telling me he was probably broke. I'm pretty easy to get along with, but come on, dude. Granted, I'm not perfect, and occasionally the service we provide isn't always at the level we strive for, but I don't think it justifies dodging me on payment, especially after the year or so of a great, reliable service we had given this guy. I'll be back out fixing the wonky rope and trying to improve. And I can reveal who this is at this time that uh, Merle Ramsey is talking about, a.k.a. Hardcore Harry. Hardcore Harry is talking about uh, delicious Danny Scott, a.k.a. Vance Cooley from Kaiju Attack Wrestling. Really? Yes. Wow. That guy's on my Facebook. <laughs> Playing about the uh, ring Kaju was using or what? Uh, Kaju was running the ring from Merle, and evidently uh, Vance screwed Merle over this past weekend. Yeah. At a show was that, that was uh, literally, literally crimey about a mile from my house. I could have watched this show. I went to Kaju in Bloomington. If that's the same ring, I didn't see any real problems with it. I would have noticed because, of course, I'm running around ringside with a camera, and I've had to deal with the PWA's ring. So kind of would notice things close. Yeah. Because allegedly Vance Vance suffered a concussion during the show in a hardcore match and uh, was taken uh, um, across to to, uh, the hospital, uh, which uh, most likely was uh, President's Mercy because that's really the closest 
hospital to uh, the roundhouse where they were at. Okay, so he didn't. Yeah, he didn't have a problem Friday night. Just a straight yeah. up match. Mm. All right, we have the rumor roundup for the day now, and this is how we are going to end. Jim Ross recently mentioned that WWE re-signed an undercard wrestler who isn't even on television to a 500K contract. I'll, I'll take a 500K contract if you don't want to put me on TV and I can sit at home on my ass. Sign me up for it. Over five years. Really? Yeah. Years. Not one year. Wow. Well, hey, still that's um, 100 grand a year Around doing nothing, I can deal with that. <laughs> Especially living out here. Oh, I the costs are low enough. A hundred, a hundred. Geez, I can live. I can live like a king if I'm if I'm smart with my money and live modestly. Where? Um. That led Where? to a report from Fightful that. Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson of the Revival were offered five-year, 500K per year deals. Wrestling Observer confirmed the offer and said that Wilder and Dawson turned down the contract. Well, so they might have them. They they want to see how WWE treats them before they sign anything. Uh, can't say that, but I won't. Oh, close to the end right. of their contract. Or they decide to either stay or go. Right. All right. Well, Gallows uh, and Anderson a- are still at this point uh, planning on going when their contract expires in September. Yes. All right. Um, According to SoCalUncensored.com, AAA owner Dorian Rolladen threatened to send a cease and desist letter to Ring of Honor and NWA for using Willie Mack, who is still under contract to Lucha Underground. Lucha Central says Jeff Cobb, Sunny Kiss, and Famous B are all seeking lawyers wow. to help them get free of their Lucha Underground contracts. Yep. Um, hey. plus, uh, we know Elise just uh, finally got her got her release, and uh, she showed up at the performance center last week for a uh, tryout. <clears throat> I Hopefully have a, they treat her better this go-round than the last time around where they branded yeah. her as some sort of person who kept to herself and didn't get along with yeah. anybody or, or she kept to herself. Sophia Cortez, the, anti, yeah. the anti-Diva, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's she's established herself well enough now that I don't think that they can uh, saddle her with something bad like that again. But then again, this is WWE we're talking about. Well, right. the second go round, she knows how she was treated last time, and she's probably going to squawk loudly if they try that again. I would hope so. All right, well, that'll do yeah. it for us tonight here on Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. I'd like to thank you for joining us, and tune in tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, for Wrestling Authority Radio. Live, right back here inside the ER. I am Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. Sometimes guest, mad conservative crime fighter. Thank you, Grammy. (laughs) Okay.
not sure if Blue is available, so I'll go. And the reason why this show is not ever going to be a bag of dicks. Yeah, Katie. You know what time it is. You're not to go home, but you sure as fuck can't stay here. Get out. Turn off the light. Go to bed. Good night, everybody.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.